Welcome to another installment of the Stephanie Gately Show. I'm Jack McLoon alongside James Corrigan. And as always, the wonderful Stephanie Gately, head coach of Florida Women's Basketball. Coach, thanks for coming and talking to us again this week. Thanks, Jack. Is that beard because... The Patriots, you're just not going to shave until they lose or win. Uh, no, I, I, know, I need to know that. No, it's just that I haven't seen my mom in a month. Oh, good <laughs> answer. Boy. Love it. That is a great answer. And so to you know, talk about the game, I guess. It's, it's technically <laughs> why we're here. Coming off of a 57-45 win over St. Bonaventure on Saturday, stopping a four-game losing streak, how big was it to finally just kind of get off of that? It was kind of like a big exhale. I mean, I mean as a coach, I knew that, str- that streak of games was tough. You know, and I felt like going into the St. Joe's game that we had a false sense of confidence because of who we had played. And so, um, you know, and looking back at that St. Joe's game, I mean, we, you know, neither team could really shoot the ball well, but uh, it was a game we had a chance at stealing. And then the next two games we got totally wiped out. And then, you know, that that's part of the, the streak. VCU's a game we should have won. And then, I, you know, it's hard when you go into a losing streak you just you feel tight like I know I felt tight as a coach so I know they felt tight as a team and I just was really proud of the fact that we we put together um, a pretty good defensive effort coach I want to focus on the lead-up to the St. Bonaventure game because you told me pregame before that game that you had banned the Fordham logo from their jerseys in the practice leading up to that game how do you think that the team responded to that do you think that was a motivating factor in the game yeah, you don't know. I mean, I've been in this game a long time, and you try to do different things that you feel can motivate them. And, you know, for me, it just – there's too many people. And I, ironically, we had – it was Alumni Day Saturday. And there was too many people in the alumni that worked really, really hard to gain a solid reputation from a women's basketball standpoint. And so to not take that seriously and to not take pride in wearing that uniform with – you know, we don't have our individual names on the back of the jerseys. It's all about Fordham. It's all about the Rams. So – the second we step out and start being our own, I just felt like we played like a glorified AAU team. So, therefore, that's the way you're going to be treated until you get back to basics. Have you returned the jerseys to them? We did because I felt that the defense returned, and that's who we are. I mean, that's what we hang our hat on at the end of the day. I mean, that's that's who we are is, is from a defensive standpoint. So, I felt we earned the right to put the jerseys. And then, you know, yesterday um, I, I was ready to take them back again, but today it was a great effort. Today was another <laughs> solid effort. And to talk about that defense, Lauren Holden, once again, doing a great job against Mariah Ruff. She ended up having double-digit points, but a lot of that came at the end. How important has she been to the team this year, but especially in that game? Well, I think the important stat to look at is because Lauren's not shooting the ball well, and so she's you know she's smart enough to know that she's valuable defensively in spite of the fact that offensively she may be struggling. So, you know, if she, if she wasn't playing that defense, quite honestly, she wouldn't be on the floor. You know, so it's important for her to play defense, and I think she takes great pride in it. And it takes her mind off the offense. I want to focus on Kate Kristalina, who we're going to have on the show in our next segment. Four or five from three-point land, 14 points on the game. How big of a confidence boost was that for her? I mean, it was big for us and them. You know, I mean, for both, you know, for Kate individually and for us as a team and a staff, just because, you know, when I look at, like, our opponent ahead, St. Joe's, every night somebody different is stepping up. For us, G's been kind of carrying the weight, and we haven't had a lot of changeover. I mean, Burns has struggled, Hannah has struggled, Lauren has struggled, and Kate has struggled. So, I mean, when we're all in all cylinders, as like as evidenced by the Richmond game and the Duquesne game, when we're playing defense and shooting well, we're a hard team to stop. And you mentioned G in that game. This is her fifth straight double-double, which has been incredible to watch her over these stretch, even though you were losing those games. But it seemed like it seemed like a different G in that game. She had 10 rebounds and uh, 12 points. But 
also passing the ball. She did so well. She was the reason that Kate got open. Is this, do you feel like she's taken another step in her development? I think for G, I think she's very motivated by numbers. I mean, I think she could maybe one day not get the points and get the assists because I think more teams are going to start to double her. I think she could pass even more. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you know, I think she was the reason we got the shots. And I actually said that at a timeout. You could get your double double, or actually a triple double, if you pass the ball, mm-hmm. because you're going to get that much attention. Much attention. St. Joe's will double down. We know we're going to see that. We're going to see zone against UMass. So we know that we're going to have to have different people step up. And in terms of Danielle Burns and Lauren Holden struggling from the field, they were a combined three of twenty-one from the floor in the St. Bonaventure game, and they hadn't been shooting well prior. What do you do? What do you say to them? How do you coach them in practice to try to get them through this tough time? You know, it's not it's not necessarily a technique thing. To me, it's a mental thing now. I went through it my junior year at Villanova where I could I was almost 0 for December. I just couldn't make a shot. One game I was 0 for 14, and they were literally all layups. <laughs> and it's just like you are in your own way. You are in your own head, and until you actually get out of your own way – it, it, oh, nobody can help you but yourself. You, know, you got to fight your way through uh, only by yourself. And once you hit that first shot, it kind of takes it kind of takes the pressure off. And another player who stepped up in this game and has come up previously is Anna Kelly, who's been coming off the bench more and more for you guys. Do you feel like she's? I know last year Lauren Holden hit a point where she kind of transformed almost overnight. Is is that coming with Anna Kelly as well? Yeah, I mean Anna, it, it's similar to Lauren last year. They're both so used to playing with the ball that it's very difficult for them to adjust to not playing with the ball, and to p- playing off the ball. And also, they can't get into the lane as freely. And then once they get in the lane, you, you've got the second line of defense, and that's difficult for her to to read at times. Um, so I mean, I think it's like anything. It's the freshman learning curve. You're gonna. It's like a roller coaster. You're gonna go up. You're gonna go down. You're gonna have highs. You're gonna have lows. The number one thing I want her to do is just try to be more consistent. And so, Coach, thank you very much. We'll come back after we talk to the players to do our look-ahead segment to the next two games coming up. That sounds great. Welcome back from the Stephanie Gately Show. Joined now by two Fordham women's basketball players, Kate Christina and Mary Golden. Guys, thanks for coming and talking to us after your lift. I know you're pretty tired. and <laughs> don't really want to be doing this maybe right now. <laughs> but so, you guys, both you're both in your first years playing at Fordham. I know, Kate, you were here last year. But this was your first losing streak as Rams. So what was it like kind of weighing on you guys, losing those four games in a row? How, what, how tough was it going through that? Um, uh, start. <laughs> uh, it was rough. It was very rough because, you know, like from the start, we, you know, we started off strong um, and we were used to winning. So, um, you know, everyone was happy. And then as soon as we started losing the first one, two games, we were like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's just one game. But then when it was, became a streak, it was just really, really hard um, because when you're not used to it, you don't know how to react. Um, you've got to change up things. Um, people get a little bit more tense and like e- it's easier to get mad when you're losing um, and less patient so I think we did a lot of growth during this time. I know that Coach Gately took away your Fordham practice jerseys after the George Washington game. How much motivation was that for you guys as a team to earn it back? I feel like it was a big motivation. We just we went harder during practice and uh, we wanted we wanted to earn back those jerseys and I, I feel like uh, hard work just paid off but uh, it's nothing we just have to still working hard and uh, it was really nice to get back on winning way yeah. but now we just can't be happy we just need to keep going and just like support each other and like uh, try to be 
as good as we can, especially on defense. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Stop dwelling on the negative side of it. You guys did win, beat St. Bonaventure on Saturday. How good did that feel to finally get off that losing streak? Oh, you have no idea. It was, it was like a breath, a breath of fresh air. Like, everyone just, it was like we hadn't breathed for this many weeks, and then finally after the game, it was just like, oh. Yeah, yeah it, it was good. It was, yeah, I think everyone enjoyed it. Um, but like Coach Gately says, you have time to celebrate, and then as soon as it hits midnight, it's on to the next game, on to you know, focus up on the next um, challenge. And Kate, against the St. Bonaventure, you had four three-pointers, and you had 14 points. You hadn't really been scoring as much as of late. How much of a confidence boost was that game for you? I feel like, like each game is different, and uh, in that game, uh, Bonaventure's really focused on liking the pain. They they were trying to double or forwards, and then the, in that situation, more of them like G just kicked out the ball, and I just took those shots. It it really depends on opponent's defense. Yeah, I know Coach Gately talks a lot about your defense kind of pushing your offense. So as a whole, did you guys feel a lot more confident on defense against St. Bonaventure? Mm, I think we were a lot more focused in. Um, just on the details, um, everyone was, you know, we, we prepared for the game beforehand um, and everyone, you know, took that upon themselves to, you know, really study up on the personnel of the other team um, and be locked in on defence um, as a whole. And Mary, uh, I know that you're behind Jamaris in sort of the depth chart, but when you go into the game, you're much more of a physical player. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, somebody. You, you, it might be a little embarrassing to hear someone else describe how you play, but but that takes me a compliment. Oh, then then I'm glad. But how how seriously do you take the your specific roles? What your specific role when you go into the game? Um. Well, coach is really big on like owning our roles. Um, in the team, like not everyone is meant to be a scorer. Um. You know, there's. Uh, you know, reason for you in the team, um, and like specifically, she wants me to play defense. Um, and so I know that like when you get on, you earn your minutes by the minutes that you're on. Um, and she looks at the trainings beforehand as well. Um, so it's just a matter of when you go on, just working hard and um, trying to help out the team. Any chance you can get, whether you know it's making a good pass, setting a good screen, taking a charge, um, anything like helping out on defense anything like that. So coming up on Thursday now, you have your next game against at home against St. Joe's, a team you lost to the last time you played them, 47-44. Do you feel like this is a, like a revenge game almost, that you really want to get that one back? Yeah, I really, really want to get that <laughs> win. But um, I feel like, uh, I feel like we're, gonna, we're going to be ready for that game because we are really working on our defense. As you know, Coach Kid, mm -hmm. we always emphasize defense. And uh, those two, those last two days, we are we are focusing uh, on defense. And the first meeting at Joe's obviously was uh, a tough game for for you guys. How much different is it? Because obviously you your guys are better at home than on the road. What's the difference to you in playing at home and on the road? Is it just more comfortable? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, at home, I think, yeah, it's just the comfortable fact that you have the crowd going your way. 
um, you know the court. I think it's, it's very mental though, because, I mean, I don't know if this is the rest of the team, but personally I'm like, it's just a German, I mean, I've never, I've never really played when there's like so many, a huge crowd going for you, so I've never really minded playing away or playing home. Um, but I think it is big for the people that have, you know, people coming to watch. I mean, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't really, my people back in New Zealand don't really fly over for every game. Um, but they're there in spirit. So, I mean, I think it's uh, definitely mental, but um, for sure the crowd really plays a, a big part. Um, like if we're, you know, down or if it's tight, I think the crowd does sway um, sometimes because, you know, they're... I hype you up. Yeah. Well, hopefully your family listens to us during the games. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. uh. Tune in every every game, and I get an email as soon as the game's finished, and Mum's like, "Great game," or "Terrible game." <laughs> <laughs> At least she's honest. <laughs> Very honest. It's hilarious. I'm like, okay, thanks, Mum. <laughs> so, with five games left now in the A10 before you start the postseason, is do you feel like there's any kind of pressure at all, or are you just kind of just taking it a game-by-game game basis? I feel like we are taking it just game-by-game. Mm. Game. But uh, as Coach said, like, whole teams are tired, and here's we have to step up. Like, it's going to show our mental toughness and physical physical strength, too, and we just have to step up, step up as a team. Thank you guys so much for joining us. It was, again, Kate Christina and Mary Golding, two players, and we'll be right back to talk to Coach Gately about the games coming up. Rejoined now by Head Coach Stephanie Gately after talking to Kate Christina and Mary Golding. Here now to talk about the upcoming games, first Thursday at 7 p.m. at home against St. Joe's, and then on Saturday at 2 p.m. against UMass, also at home. So, Coach, first up, that St. Joe's game, they're a really balanced team. They have three different players who average double-digit points. How do, you, how do you deal with so many different scoring options? It's hard. I mean, you, you can't. You know, you just got to take away tendencies. If you spend too much time on the different numbers of kids, you know, you just try to say, hey, listen, this kid is a driver or this kid is a shooter, you know, like because if you just try to put too, you know, give them too many details, it gets lost. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's just really understanding what the tendencies are and what we want to give up. They're very good down low, as we both saw in the first game. Uh, I believe Jamaris got in foul trouble in that game. Mm -hmm. She picked up a couple early, yeah. How does she balance against uh, Woods and Franklin? How does she balance playing the good defense down low in the post and staying on the team to contribute on both sides? I mean, I think she's just got to play smart. I mean, she's had to do that almost all season. She got in foul trouble against Bonaventure, and, you know, the fouls were picked up from, you know, offensive fouls based on screens. And so she's got to stay away from the silly ones because she's going to get she's going to get a foul by virtue she's aggressive. And so we know that she's going to pick those up. I mean, I can anticipate a, a tangle in the post and an offensive foul, you know, just because she's aggressive. But the important thing for her is, is to make sure she doesn't let the, her emotion get the best of her and to make sure she stays composed. And so it's a little bit of an interesting script because so the St. Bonaventure game, the last time you played them, was on January 15th, and that was your last win before the losing streak. And then the St. Joe's game, the last time we played them, was the start of the losing streak. So how do you make sure the team stays focused on thinking, like, this is just another game that we're playing, don't worry about the last game that you played against them? You know, we don't talk about that much. I, I mean, I, I've told the team I personally was glad they beat St. Louis because we didn't play well against St. Louis, we didn't play well against St. Joe's. And so there's this two-headed monster that's coming in Thursday night, you know, based on the kind of the hangover from the St. Louis game and the hangover from the St. Joe's game. And so for us... 
it's, you know, St. Joe's is one of the hottest teams other than Dayton right now in the conference. You know, they're playing very, very well, and they're playing on our court. And so, you know, any game at this point is jockeying for the, the best position possible. Is it a confidence boost to play a team that you were so close with to get them at, on your home court? I don't know if it's a confidence boost. I know the kids know we didn't play well the last time we played them. I know they know that. I know they, we didn't shoot well. And even though we didn't shoot well, we stayed around and hung around the game. Um, but, you know, it's different. This team is playing with so much confidence right now, St. Joe's. And, and I think we're coming off a good effort against, you know, Bonaventure. I thought we had a good practice today. Hopefully we can have a good practice tomorrow and, and have a great build up into Thursday night's game. And so then to move past Thursday into Saturday, that game against UMass at home, first time you're playing them this year, and the same thing, they've got a, a few really good players, especially Haley Liddell averaging 16.4 points per game. I know you said you don't try not to think about numbers, but that's a that's a pretty big number. Is that yeah. How do you deal with a, like a, such an efficient scorer like that? I haven't had a lot of time to really study them mm -hmm. in depth other than their numbers. The tape, I'll start watching them tonight. Mm -hmm. But um, they're a different – a whole different animal because they play mostly all zone. They'll mm -hmm. two-press you. they try to slow you down because um, I think if I look the last time, four of their five kids have the most minutes in conference, so they only have like six kids. Mm -hmm. So they're they're playing undermanned, but he's done an outstanding job. They've stayed around in every game. The teams that have been able to kind of separate themselves are the teams that have shot well against their zone. So that's the key. You know, like I have no doubt we're going to be able to defend them. The thing is just making sure – that, you know, that we're able to knock down shots. Yeah, and Coach, I recall last season's game up at UMass in Amherst, that was a very slow-paced game. They really slowed it down. Do you think your team, with more experience, a bit more shooting with Kate, do you think they're more prepared uh, to really take this UMass team on? Because that game last year was a closer game than it probably should have been. Do you think you're more ready now? Well, it's funny. When we played UMass up there, that was, you know, if if you go back and reflect on the year, they ended up coming on really strong. You know, they 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 were very talented. Now a lot of kids left, two kids, three kids transferred, so, and one and one of their other starters, you know, has a season and an injury. So they're they're kind of dealing with a lot of freshmen, a lot of you know, a lot of kids that, you know, were coming off the bench for them. So, um, you know, last year when we played them there, that was our only conference road win. You know, and it was against a pretty talented team. So. For us, you know, it's a different style. They're playing a different way, so we just have to kind of attack it a little differently. I know you said you haven't had a chance to look at their tape, but they have Maggie Mulligan, who's averaging a double-double mm -hmm. as well. Does G kind of relish? I know she's a confident player. Does she relish taking on a player that has these big numbers? Yeah, she does. I mean, she gets motivated by hearing this kid averages this, this kid averages that. And um, I remember Maggie from last year. She's just very active on the offensive board. She keeps a lot of balls alive, whether through tap outs or, or just getting great position. But I mean, I've studied them. I'm, I've seen them on tape. I just haven't studied them. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I, I just know I know what they're going to play. Now I just have to kind of get an in depth look because we're basically preparing for two games in one because we only have one day to get ready for UMass. Do you ever feel like almost that maybe Jamaris gets a little too prepared for like in terms of seeing these numbers that she gets a little too into trying to shut down a player? You, do you think that at this point she's kind of controlled that? I don't think she gets caught into shutting down someone mm -hmm. as much as matching them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's different because, you know, it's interesting, like G is the leading defensive rebounder, but I think she could be a better offensive rebounder. So, like, she's not, you know, she's not in the top five in offensive rebounding, which is I like to see her be more active on the offensive boards because she's capable of doing that. G's the type, it's the same thing I say about my son Coop, you know, at Fordham Prep. He's averaging a double-double, and he's having a great year. You know, but you could get 20 rebounds, you know, because he's that active. G's that has that ability to do it, and my challenge is why not?
That's a good question to ask. And the next three games, home against Joe's, home against UMass, at Dayton, who has, excuse me, at Davidson, who has really struggled this year. When you're looking at the conference standings and you want at least a good home uh, home game against a lower quality opponent, how important is it, you know, to run the table here? I mean, that's, I mean, I'm not going to get ahead of myself because we got to take it one game at a time because right now, I mean, the conference is all over the place. St. Joe's goes and beats St. Louis at St. Louis, you know, and then Richmond beats St. Joe's by 16. You know, it's just we're all over the map. You know, the one most consistent team has been Dayton and probably GW, you know, and then St. Louis is right there in the thick of things. And then you have a Duquesne who beats <laughs> GW, GW, and then goes and loses a Bonaventure, you know. So it's just, <laughs> and Davidson just beat. UMass, UMass, and UMass took GW. The UMass-GW game went into the fourth quarter. GW was down 15 going into the fourth <laughs> quarter. UMass did not score a field goal. Did oh not score a field goal in, in the fourth quarter or either overtime. Wow. <laughs> All their points were from the foul line. And, they, you know, and GW still found a way to win. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, the conference is all over the place. Anybody on any given day can beat anybody. And the most important thing is you've got to protect your home court. And Davidson, when we played them there last year, we just kind of didn't show up, you know, and so I think we haven't forgotten about that, but that's way too far ahead to even think about. And that does it for this episode of The Stephanie Gately Show. Thanks to Coach Gately, Kate Christina, and Mary Golding for their time. The executive producer of WFUB Sports is Bob Aarons. The Rams have their next game Thursday against St. Joe's in the Rose Hill Gym. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. and we'll be on with the pregame report at 6.55, only on WFUB Sports. And they are back in action again on Saturday, February 11th, at home against UMass. Tip-off for that game is at 2 p.m., with the pregame report getting started at 1.55. Until those times, for James Corrigan, I'm Jack McClune. Have a great night, everyone. The Stephanie Gately Show is a production of WFUV Sports.